What up, what up, what up, Melanated family? How's everybody doing, man? This is your brother Harrison, Melanated Convo Podcast. Happy to be back another week. Today is Tuesday. We'll be doing another show on Thursday with my sister Sonia Williams-Lewis as well. But I'm happy to be back, man. Today I'm on a solo mission. You feel me? I'm going to be talking about this topic today um, on my own, no guest. And keep in mind, right, so we will be... Um, I'm doing this show today, one more show on Thursday of this week. Then I'm going to be taking a small hiatus until the beginning of the year, which, what is that, a week and a half, two weeks, just to, you know, re recalibrate, handle some business endeavors, make sure I come back strong. But today, what I would like to discuss with the family, and again, this is the Melanated Convo Podcast. If you're listening to this on one of the digital platforms, leave a comment um, like, subscribe on the digital platforms, leaving a comment is it's really beneficial in the algorithms and helping people see the show. If you're watching this on Facebook, uh, YouTube, please like, comment, share, right? But a few days ago, three, four days ago, I seen an interesting situation going on with Master P and his son, Romeo, right? So I think just being a father of five myself, I think it's important that we have conversations about things of this nature. Now, keep in mind, their actual dispute, like what their the details and the truthfulness of what they may be saying to each other is actually none of our business. You see what I'm saying? So whether or not Master P paid Romeo right, whether or not Romeo is just a young brat or a stubborn young man who's had a silver spoon in his mouth who knows what the actual cause of their disagreement is right but here's the thing black fathers pay attention to this because this type of misunderstanding can happen to all of us it's happened to me like when we listen when we are raising our young children right five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve years old really young kids First off, a lot of us didn't really have a blueprint on fatherhood. We didn't have fathers in the home. We may have had uncles or cousins or brothers, but having a father in the home providing instructions in tutelage is much different than an outside family member. Even though they can help and in, in, in institute things that are beneficial, it's nothing like having your actual father. So we got to keep in mind that Master P didn't have a father himself, right? So when our kids are younger... We can be more of a dictator. Do this. I need you to do this. Do this my way. That my way. More of a dictatorship, right? When they get older, it has to move into like guidance counselor area where you're just providing information and not telling them what to do. Now, with Master P and his son's situation, his son could be telling his truth. See? May not be the truth Master P is comfortable with or can understand or fathom, but it could be his truth. He He's speaking to being little Romeo and being involved in the entertainment industry to a certain degree and not being compensated to his pleasure. And that could have been something him and his dad worked out, but now he's mad about. That's why it's important for us as observers. And this is something I'm learning. Like it, this, I've been doing this for a while where I talk to people, get my perspective, insight, all this different shit. Going forward, every all of us need to get better at observing something. And you can have an opinion about anything you see, right? But 
We need to remove judgment. We need to remove picking a side. I've seen a lot of people, this situation and a lot of situations where they see two black people going at each other or having a disagreement, excuse me, family, and we feel we have to pick a side. There's no sides to be had. Like sometimes, especially with celebrities and people outside of our realm to a degree, excuse me, family, we don't know what they're going through. So looking at Master P and his family, the brother just lost a daughter. See, he just lost his daughter. His son just lost a sister. So that that type of incident can unleash old wounds. It can unleash feelings that maybe you didn't have the heart to say to your father or you didn't think it was time to say to your father, right? So as observers of this situation, we should just back the fuck up and pray for the family. You know what I mean? I've seen a lot of interesting conversations about uh, Master P and his son. And look, man, we're in a social media area. We all have access to abundant amount of information, some true, some not. That's up for you to decipher. But we all have access to a certain uh, uh, amount of information that we can use to decipher what we're looking at. But all too often... I think we get in positions where we're quick to be judgmental or quick to state a claim about what we're looking at. And we don't know for sure. You see, because what I do know is this man put his family and the people around him in the best position to be successful. Like um, 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 being a business owner and chasing your dreams and following what your heart says to, to, to do things in your life. These are all positive attributes. And this is what we've seen master p do over the years so i don't think any credence should be taken from him because now we may see that he have a problem with his son like black fathers talk to me real quick y'all ain't uh, all my fathers who have teenage boys teenage boys or adult boys wasn't there like a fork in the road wasn't there a moment where this young person became a man and they may speak to you in a way or um, tell you about their feelings in a way that may be unfamiliar to you, but you got to eat that. You see what I'm saying? Like aside from the Master P Romeo shit, because these is two celebrities. We, I hope these brothers figure it out, which I'm sure they will, right? But what we need to realize is what they're going through is what all of us go through on um, different levels as far as trying to go from dictator to a uh, 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 guidance counselor like to uh, the father who can just give information without making a kid do shit that's important and that transition with, from kids to adults that can be revealing for a father meaning if you've done things that your kid didn't agree with when they were children when you when they become men or women they may express their disdain for a situation or a way you handled something you you gotta be you gotta be open to that as a father because what you'll soon realize, and this is what I'm realizing. Like I'm I'm very transparent about everything I go through in my life to a degree, and 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 to me, rightfully so, because that's a part of the reason I started this platform, right? But I've been through things with my adult kids that I never thought would happen. You see what I'm saying? So Master P and Romeo, they they just like all of us. The, the parent, the father-son relationship can be trying once they become adults and they begin to speak their mind. They begin to tell you how they feel about shit. You got to be open to that. You see what I'm saying? You got to be open to that because even 
and being a a, a, a a parent like Master P, right? Having four, five, six different kids. These are four, five, six different personalities you have to garner and show empathy to and give personal time to, right? So at this point, I'm just speaking to the difficulties of <laughs> having multiple kids to a degree. And he, from my understanding, his kids were in his house, right? Which is the way we should do it, even though it doesn't happen that way all the time. That's definitely how it should be. The the your children should be in the house with you and the woman you had the kid with. Yeah, it don't happen like that all the time, but damn it, that's how it should be. So it seems to me that that's how Master P tried to do it. And that and even if your kids are in the same house with you, it's still a lot of difficulties you have to endure. And one of the things I realized, not again, not about the Master P shit specifically, but one of the things I realized is having multiple kids, that's several different personalities you have to try to get an understanding of. And kids need attention, like like um, individual attention. I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. Um, and again, this is your brother Harrison, Melanated Convo Podcast. We're talking about Master P in Romeo, not directly, but, you know, just the father-son dynamic, the father-son relationship as kids get older, right? So I was talking to somebody the other day about the fact that you, there's a transition period that happens, right? There's a transition period that happens, and, and when it's a lot of kids in the house, you have to be cognizant of everything going on with each child and kids need individual attention i was talking to somebody and i told him look man if you are a father and this is money or no money if you are a father and you got multiple children everything can't be like in a group you have to break that down and provide individual attention for each child See, and this is something a lot of us, because I'm I'm there with my black men who had kids early as a teenager and continue to have children. Like something we don't factor in as black folks when it comes to parenting and creating a family. Like resources, the money you have, the time you have available. All of these things should be considered before having kids because all too often I see people who have children and then you continue to have more. And what you don't notice is you have one kid. You're spending time with this one kid. This child is used to it being just them. Another kid comes, their time gets cut a little bit. Another kid comes, their time gets cut a little bit more. And as parents, sometimes we don't even realize we're doing this shit. So, yeah, I think sometimes we strive to have a full family. Like, I want a boy and a girl, two boys, two girls. Do you have the cognizant capability to pay attention to all these children? Are you doing your best to single out time for each child? Because, see, when we look at, like, children going out into the world and feeling neglected, like not having social skills. Some of our young children go to elementary school and they got to deal with all this ADHD shit where teachers and administrators try to put on them the fact that they need medicine because they can't sit still or because they're moving around too much because they're talking too much. All these different things when a lot of times this is just I'm not getting attention at home deficit. See? Sometimes we need to focus on the fact that, yeah, I may love my kid, but what the fuck love got to do with it? Kids need individual 
time and attention. You see, and again, this is not about the Master P Romeo thing per se. This is just in general. Like having a lot of kids, creating a large family, that's a lot of work. It's not just even because we see in their situation, money is a thing, but that's not going to garner um, mental stability. That's not going to garner happiness to a degree. It, it will be it will garner comfortability. Right. You ain't got to worry about bills. You ain't going to worry about paying for that, paying for this. That provides a level of comfort. But kids need a level of empathy, too. They need to know somebody's listening to me. You see what I'm saying? And money don't um, money doesn't affect that. And then another thing, all my fathers out there, listen to me, because this is again, this is real shit. This is something I had to deal with. If you got a young man, 21 and up. If you have a disagreement with him, that's still your baby. Like, that's still your child. He may be lashing out because of something that didn't happen that he liked. His feelings could be hurt. Like, when you're dealing with this, when it's two men having a conversation, when you the father, that's the son, whatever the case may be, sometimes you forget that this is just a young person this is just a young person who who I raised. Like, this is a man, but this is my baby first. This is a man, but this is the young man I raised first. See? And men get hurt feelings. We go through shit where we lash out based on not feeling loved or not getting the attention we want. We just not women, so we're going to do it a little bit differently. But men, pay attention to your young men. Fathers, I mean, pay attention to your young men. If you got a man that's if you got a young man that's over 21 and he you guys have some words with each other, like some negative pleasantries or or are or, or exchange. You know what I mean? That shit happens, but you have to do two things. First, again, you have to realize this is still my baby. This is still the young man pampers I used to change that need my love and need my attention. And then as you realize, as as he a man, you got to back up and look at the validity of what he's saying. Sometimes as parents, we use this revisionist history shit where we may be on a better path now, right? Today, we're doing better, working, business, whatever that may mean to, uh, to you. But 20 years ago, 15 years ago, when your kid was six, seven, eight, you wasn't shit. You wasn't there like you needed to be. You could have been on drugs. You could have been working all the time. You could have been unemployed. You could have been immature. You could have been all these things. But do you think a child forgets? See, as parents, sometimes we, look, black parents quit using revisionist history. The past does not change. You can change what you do going forward. But children do not forget. And I think sometimes we, as parents do bullshit around kids and expect them to forget, expect that they wasn't listening or paying attention. Look, you can say whatever you want to say to a kid. They're really listening to your actions. I repeat, your child is listening and watching your actions. You can say whatever you want to say to them, but if that doesn't align with what you do, excuse me, there are going to be some disparities there. You see what I'm saying? So, again, sometimes we spend our youth in times of our life where we're not as mature as we should be. We have these moments and we act out or we do something immature. We do something that's not beneficial to the family at whole. And if the kids are around, if you like me and you had kids when you were young or when you were immature or anything like that, kids are around watching. So once they become older 
and have the ability to articulate their disdain for whatever they seen you do, you got to be able to eat that. You see what I'm saying? You got to be able to eat that. And what Master P and Romeo, what I'm seeing most, more than anything, is a young man that's hurt. A young man that's been hurt by his father, and it just so happens they're in the public eye. It just so happens they're public figures and they can express their dismay for each other in front of all of us. But at the end of the day, for 2023, something I'm going to continue to do better at, like that's none of our business. But having a conversation about the need for a particular type of parenting, having a conversation about like uh, communicating with your kid the right way, communicating with your father, your mother the right way, your kids. All this is important because this happens to everybody. This ain't just a Master P Romeo thing. I see a lot of fathers who go through um, a, 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 a transition period when a kid becomes an adult or a young man, and now he can express himself. Now he may be taller than you, bigger than you. He can express himself. He's seen the world a little bit. That may also come with him expressing how he feels about something you did in the past. And if that's the case, opposed to being a dick, like using a dictator type of perspective or mentality, you need to back up and say, okay, even though my intentions may have been good, how true is what this kid's saying? See, we, we can never let our pride or our ego get in the way when parenting, which I think, can, you know, sometimes it's difficult to do, but you have to be aware of that. Because like I said, you can have a young man who's in his 20s who talking shit to you, calling you all kind of names. And in reality, his feelings are hurt, right? You as the father, the leader, the guider, you hurt his feelings. He realized Santa Claus ain't real. See, sometimes children put their parents on a pedestal to a degree. And when they realize their parents are people, they're like, oh, shit. See, think about that. Think about that mentality think about being a kid yourself think about because i remember right being a young person and having other young people around me and we kids are cruel so if we knew a young dude's mom was loose or we seen her doing something or any any nefarious shit we've seen about a kid's parent we would tell them like in a vengeful type of way right that would hurt children because now that i think about it it's hurtful because you put your parents on the pedestal they're like they're not human they're your parents See, you ain't calling them by their first name. That ain't that ain't Brenda. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. That ain't Brenda. That's your mama. So it's it's a she took care of you. She fed you. You, you, you put her on a pedestal and sometimes unfairly. Because yeah, that's your mama. <laughs> shit when she was 21 that was brenda she was out she could have been out here your dad could have been out here and then you become a adult life hits you in the face and now you see oh this is what my pops was going through this is what my mom was going through you see what i'm saying so it, look this uh, the the job of a parent is extremely difficult any race of people the job of a parent is extremely difficult but look man Speaking about us in particular, black folks, everything matters though, right? The the resources you were able to obtain, your state of mind when you had your children, your level of addiction to whatever that could be, your level of commitment to the child in the situation. Because something 
because I was talking this about my home with, with my homeboy Jermaine. I was talking about I was talking about this with my homeboy Jermaine a few weeks ago on this show. Um, the the presence of a new child, uh, a, a father having a new kid, right? This doesn't create a maturity level. I think that's a misnomer. That once I have a child, I am then going to be mature. I am then going to change my mindset and start working towards the things that need that I need to benefit me in the long run. That can only happen if that's in you already. See, we have a misnomer that I'm a young person. I'm, I've seen young people say, well, I kind of need to kick an ass. I got a baby coming. I can't afford it. I have no place to live. But a baby going to make me get a job. Now I'm going to go work hard. Now I'm going to go get it in. And that's lofty thinking, in my opinion. Like if that's not, if that's in you already, yes, it can, like my brother Jermaine said, it can activate something that's in you already. Now you off to the races. All you needed was like a little kick in the ass. Some people are lazy, shiftless, don't want to work hard. That's just in them. That's just their mentality about life. And a kid, per se, like the, 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 the presence of a new child will not change that. Now, the continued presence of the child, maybe, right? Maybe the maybe you you see the evolution of your child's life and it hits you one day, damn. I got to step in. I got to be active. I got to do things differently. That can happen. But the father-son relationship, there's no textbook on it on how to do it correctly. At any moment, any of us can be on the outs because I think sometime talking about like the Master P and Romeo shit, we see people with money and affluence and think certain problems are removed. Like, look, Master P had had he's had problems with his. This is public stuff that I'm speaking about. He's had problems with his wife, like his ex-wife and her addiction and things she was going through. He just lost his child. Who knows everything else that was going on behind the scenes while this man is trying to build this empire? That doesn't correlate like no limit records in being a successful CEO at a record label does not equate to being the same type of father. It just doesn't. So I'm not going to hold anybody to that standard thinking because you've been able to do things in business that that when you go home at night, all that shit is sharp and under control, too. You never know. It's difficult. You see what I'm saying? And what we don't want to do, what I see people do too often is pick sides. You'll see uh, uh, black folks going through shit like this and you want to pick who you riding with or who you're not riding with. Even in personal relationships, you shouldn't do that. If two of your homeboys is going at it. If two of your close friends are having a disagreement, it's best to you. It's best, excuse me, that you remain a neutral party in the conversation opposed to infusing yourself to say to one of them, yeah, that person's wrong or I ain't fucking with them. And then they become friends again or close again. And you left with that bullshit you said. See, so when two people you love are fighting or having an issue. The best course of action for you is stay the fuck out of it. And really, two people you don't know, right? But I do believe publicly, if you release something publicly, if you show us something publicly, we have the right to speak on it as well. But, I mean, I love my black folks, man. We need to get to a point where we having a conversation without being judgmental. You can state the facts and your opinion. But at the same time, we don't know what these folks is going through. You feel me? So, 
Shout out to the brother Master P and the young brother Romeo. I'm sure, like I'm sure they'll figure that thing out. But it happens. Yo, young man becomes a man. He going to start saying that shit. Come on now, kids. Uh, when kids are young, they adore you. They, 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 like I said, put you on a pedestal. Once they become an adult and start seeing your flaws, it may jar them. Like it may put them in a negative space where they see you as negative to a degree. But really, they just figuring out that you a person like everybody else. But because you had to be dad or mom, you had to be in this certain position. They don't, like I said, shit, they don't know you as Brenda. God damn it. They know you as mama. You see what I'm saying? So sometimes that's that's shocking for children to see them. My father or mother, they're flawed people. And just, and I think this happens with preacher's kids a lot. One of the things I think happens with preacher's kids is you're, you're at home saying one thing. Then you get on a podium or you get on a public, a public platform and you say something different. Look, man, none of us can hide who we really are. See? And if you're in a position where you're showing the world one thing, but then showing your family and the people you love something different. Everybody ain't stupid. Somebody in that family, <laughs> shit, one of them loved ones is going to be like, wait a minute, once you piss me off, I'm going to say what's really been going on around here. So I think we see preacher's kids sometimes go far off the deep end. And I think that's because, not all the time, like we're not speaking in absolutes, but that's sometimes because you see the hypocrisy. You see that it ain't really like that because we... Adults sometimes will say some shit in public or to adult to other adults, then hang up the phone or leave the room and say how they really feel with the kids around, not realizing the kids listening. Yeah, the TV's on, right? Yeah, the TV's on, but your son's listening. You gave him a speech about uh, integrity and not lying and saying what's right. Right. Then he hear your ass on the phone saying everything but the truth. Think about that. Think about that ideology. Think about that concept for a young person to be told by their by their mother or father. Don't do this. Do things this way. Handle business that way. Right. Then they hear you on the phone or they see you with a business partner. They see you around adults, basically not living up to the expectation you set for them. This is the biggest, one of the biggest ways to create a disconnect between you and your child. And I don't know if this is what Master P and Romeo is going through. I just know what happens to fathers and sons all around the world. You see what I'm saying? So the best fathers I know keep an open line of communication regardless of the age, always willing to spend necessary moments Finding out what a kid's what a kid likes, spend time with them, give energy towards what they like. Understand that if I have multiple children, by multiple women or just by one woman, these children need individual attention. If you do not give your children individual attention, then they'll seek attention other places. It'll be hard for them to sit, sit still in school. They'll go out into the world and won't be confident enough to handle certain things. Like, this is some real shit. So that's why Black parents, especially, I'm going to keep it real, especially Black people who don't have a lot of resources. You're, you're, you're treading on thin ice. You see? 
because you're going to be in a situation where you got to send in the daycare, where you got to work 12 hours. Not that you want to, but you got these three kids now. You need to pay all these goddamn bills, the man around, the man not around, whatever the case may be. But it's on you. So now you can't give as much attention to the child as you would want to because let's keep it real the position you put yourself in financially so i think one of the problem or one of the solutions to because again we have systematic issues with poverty in like the disenfranchisement of our people this is well known right but just on a community level what can we do to circumvent some of the ills that come with being black in america some of the ills that come with being a parent in america right and like anything else shit, <laughs> one of the biggest solutions is preparation preparation there's nothing wrong with preparing to be a parent there's nothing wrong with getting up in age right right late 20s mid late 30s because we all know for black women it's an age where you can have kids and there's a higher risk of things taking place sure but I think we need to start looking at it on the opposite spectrum. Like as an adult, I need to be prepared mentally, financially to take on the responsibility of this life to give this life the best possible chance at being successful and resources are needed for that. We need to stop acting like we don't need money to raise kids. We need to stop acting like we going to have them then figure it out. See, we like the the some of the systems that have been put in place in this country, we are ha have at this point begin to enable us, right? If you're a young mom, this is my black women, I'm speaking directly to y'all. If you're a young mom and you are about to have a child and there's no job, you got to live with somebody, you got to be on welfare too. This is a negative thing. I'm not saying you're going to be able, you're not going to be able to love the little person or, 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 or be neglectful to the little person. None of that. But shit. <laughs> Having a lack of resources. Isn't that a form of neglect? Let's keep it real. If I have a child. With not a pot to piss in. How far will love go? Keep it real man. Kids need. A, a, kids need comfortability. They need structure. They need two parents around. They need resources. Not just money money money. But. And, you know, clothes, comfortable place to live, structured environment. Kids need all this and you need resources to do it. You see, if if you are in the process of like having a child or doing any of this and there's no resources at all, you're behind the eight ball. I'm not saying you can't figure it out, but it's gonna be much harder. So we need to ask ourselves, why do that? Why do not? Or, uh, why do that? Why not think of it as a whole package? In order for me to have a child, I need to have another loving person in a relationship or not. I need another loving person that's going to be here. I need to be able to take care of this kid on my own financially and still live. If I'm contemplating having a second child, okay, if I do this, what, what am I going to have to take from this first child in order to add to the second one? If I got to take something from the first one, this may not be a good decision. I know people don't want to hear this. Like with abortions and everything we go through. Yeah, I don't want to just see kids randomly aborted, right? But I don't want to see kids randomly un <laughs> unsupervised. I don't want to see kids in situations where they don't have resources either, where we look at a kid and say, damn, he would have been 
great in life if X, Y, and Z would have happened. If he would have had a solid home, if his parents wouldn't have been on drugs. I'm tired of hearing about all that shit. Let's stop that. Let's let let's let's change the mentality behind having children. That's why I want to look at Master P and Romeo. We gotta back up and not be judgmental because I know fathers who didn't who ain't done half of what he's done as far as attempting to put himself in a situation first. Because see, when you're on a plane and the plane going down, they got it right. Like they they give you that's the great, that's the best perspective. Before you put before you save your kid. You got to save yourself. See, before you can say, I'm going to put everything into this child, all the things necessary for them to be successful, honorable, character based person, whatever. Well, shit. Are you putting that into you? Have have, have you put in the necessary work to gain these attributes yourself? If not, good fucking luck giving it to a child. Think about that. Right. So that's so this is like an internal thing, because, yeah, we could talk about the system, y'all. We could talk about how the system has disenfranchised us, racism, poverty, all true, still happening today. Like, let's not get it fucked up. It's still happening today. But we have a say so. There's a level of accountability all adults can take. And when we look at the poverty rates, poverty is based on resources. The neighborhood you live in is because you got to. Let's keep it real. Let's not let's not. Come on now. Where you live is because where you got to live. If we can choose <laughs> the school and the environment for our kids, we would choose the best place available, right? Right? A lot of us are in environments. We're in neighborhoods. I mean, this shit is based on proximity. This shit is based on what we haven't done in our life sometimes. And that's fine because you can get out of that situation, but it has to be a level of recognition. Like you have to acknowledge where you are and say, okay, boom. I fucked up. I'm not as smart as I thought I was. I'm not as wholesome as I thought I was. I'm not together as much as I thought I was. Whatever. But you got to be honest with yourself. You see what I'm saying? So black parents focus on that. Black men focus on that. Like what Master P and Romeo was going with what they going through. That can happen to any of us at any time. You can put all of your um, mental faculties into attempting to raise a kid and the shit can still go kind of wrong. Wrong meaning there may be a period where y'all don't see eye to eye. And men, you got to be able to stand on that. Like if, if you have a problem with your son, if you have a rules or, or ways you want your kids to live by, things you want your kids to live by, you got to institute that shit. You got to be stern about it. But then be aware of your full involvement. Like I said, no revisionist history. If you wasn't shit when he was eight, and now you're just coming back into his life when he's 17, you got to back up. You can't really come in there telling him what to do. You can't really come around saying what should happen because you ain't been there. So you're going to have to ease your way back into it. See, if you're a father who's been there the whole time, don't, don't feel fucked up about putting your foot down. Even when an adult. See, this is what I'm learning. Just, <laughs> just because your kid got hair on his face, just because he got hair on his face and he got a girlfriend and he got a job and he may got a kid, that don't mean he don't need your tutelage. That don't mean he don't need a stern talking to at times. See? So it's deep shit. And the little and the little the the small children, there's there's a there's a uh 
of course, there's discipline there, and they and you have to guide them, and you have to do a lot of things. But for the most part, they ain't talking back. They're not expressing what they don't like or do like about what you just said. See, so be careful because you could be instituting things when the kid is young that they not really that once they become the full person they want to be, they may not rock with that as much, and that's okay as long as as a level of respect is still there. See, because. What you don't want to do, what the, like the 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 worst way to approach this situation is knowing you have a kid coming. There's someone you have to be responsible for, and you just back the fuck up. Whether it be you in the street, whether it be you feel you're not you you're not uh, responsible enough, whether you don't like the mom, you live in a different state, whatever the case may be. If a child spends those formidable years without a father, it's extremely detrimental on their psyche on their 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 social standing like on their self-worth so if you come back in the picture later you have to come back with these things in mind like i want to be a friend and ease into something more i can't just jump in there telling him what to do because he may end up fighting your ass you see what i'm saying like you gotta really like on some real shit you gotta respect your children Right. We was raised where it was like, shut up, get out of here. Don't say nothing. <laughs> and th there's a place, there's a small place for that. But for the most part, you didn't let your kids talk. <laughs> you, need to, you need to shut up and let them express how they feel about something. And this is at all ages. This I'm, shit I've had to learn at all ages. You got to shut up, let them express themselves. And then give down the authority that needs, but you gotta let them talk. You gotta make an ex make an exchange because whatever you didn't whatever you didn't do right when they were children, they're gonna remind you when they get older. Then what do you do? Get defensive? Oh, I tried my hardest. I uh, I don't want to hear that. I tried my hardest. Well, the harsh reality is sometimes your best wasn't good enough. That's what nobody wants to really tell you. I'm I've had to tell myself that. Yeah, the the mental space I was in. I was giving my all, but at that time it wasn't enough. You feel me? So, man, look, this is your brother Harrison, Melanated Combo. Black fathers, it's a journey, man. It's a journey. It's it, it's a, it's so many different stages of the parenting process. And if you've seen it, meaning if as a young person you've seen a man in your house going through this process with you, you'll have a better gauge on how to handle it how to how to maneuver but some of but, but but for us who never seen it all it's new so you got an eight-year-old for the first time shit you got a 24-year-old for the first time see just because you've been around him his whole life don't mean there may not be there, there there may be a disconnect there there may be something as a young person you didn't catch he may not be like you ain't that some shit think about that fathers you may have a kid you he, you, you 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 raise them you're around them as much as you possibly can, you infuse everything about you in him, and he grow up, and y'all not the same. Like, because <laughs> look, I see father and son sometimes that remove father and son, they could be friends. Like, the way they see things, the way they see life, right? That happens. Then you have father and son. This this be like brother to brother, too, where if I wasn't related to this motherfucker... <laughs> If I wasn't related to this motherfucker, I probably wouldn't talk to him. That happens. You can, your son can grow up and 
your value system be different than his. But if you were around, if you tried hard, if you're still transparent to this day, y'all still going to have a solid relationship. But you got to grow with your kids. And that's something I, even though I made a lot of mistakes, I made sure I grew with my children. As I grew, I would talk to them about where I'm at in my progression. I never act like I was more mature or more advanced than I was. It just, it was what it was. And as they got older, things I did, I had to reconcile with some of their feelings, some of the things they saw that I'm doing some bullshit and not realizing I can say whatever, but his eyes is watching everything I'm doing. So I got to reconcile with that. I got to tell him, Hey, look, man, my bad. I'm, 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 I'm actually sorry about that. Now let's move forward. But not acknowledging that you wasn't shit at some point can be detrimental forever. Like that that day when your son was eight and <laughs> and some bullshit happened and you never talked about it. That can be the reason why he having relationship problems now. That can be the reason why he's not doing good in school now. You never know. See? So we got to be in tune. We got to talk. We got to communicate as much as we can. And these are all things that I'm still trying to figure out as a black father you feel me this is your brother harrison man melanated convo podcast like i said we're gonna do a show this thursday with my sister sonia and then i'll be off into the beginning of the year getting some business stuff right man but i love y'all this is the melanated convo podcast please like and subscribe to the youtube page which is the melanated convo on youtube like subscribe become a member of the family the show once we come back during the new year right because today's tuesday once we come back on a new year, the show will be every Tuesday and Thursday. Every Tuesday and Thursday, you'll have a new Melanated Convo podcast show. Um, on the Thursday show, I am my sister Sonia Williams Lewis is on that show. She is a educational consultant. She's been a teacher in the Sacramento area for almost twenty years. Really bright, intuitive, articulate sister who I love having conversations with. That's my Thursday show. Look, I'm looking for men now. If you know a brother who don't mind talking, who has experience on these kind of platforms, who don't mind talking about our culture and the things that we we uh, go through in our community with like always keeping like a pro-black mentality, I'm looking for some co-hosts that can join me on these Tuesday shows Cause you know, some, some weeks I'll have interviews. I'm always bringing in my different brothers and sisters who I admire to interview on the show, but I'm also looking to bring in like a co-host, like a brother who can just rock with me on Tuesdays, news stories, topics about parenting, topics about our women, whatever it may be, just someone with some experience or um, motivation to get into this. For whatever reason you see what i'm saying so make sure if you know somebody like a man who would be a good co-host a good person who has a good speaking voice a person who is great in the community a person who is putting it down excuse me as far as business is concerned but has a pro-black perspective i'm looking going into the new year i'm looking to bring on some brothers who um even more than one, possibly, you know what I mean? That we can come on and have conversations about the things men go through specifically and kind of spill that over into our community. So if you know anybody, have them reach out to me on Instagram. My Instagram is melanatedconvo100, at melanatedconvo100. The email address is melanatedconvopod at gmail.com, melanatedconvopod at gmail.com. This is your brother Harrison, Melanated Convo. I'm out.